Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello and welcome back to the Magic Mindset. This week we are going to pick up right where we left off last week in our conversation around intuitive eating. If you did not listen to last week's episode, that's okay. No need to panic. Last week's episode is there for you whenever you would like to listen, but you don't need to go into this episode with an understanding of where we left off because while this episode is absolutely correlated to last week's topic, it is a standalone episode as well, and that is eating mindfully. Just like intuitive eating, it's kind of a unicorn concept. It's like this magical idea that this special chosen few people get to do. But what the fuck does it look like? And how do we get there? And how do we cultivate this for ourselves in our own lives? That is what I'm here to help you with today. Being mindful with your food needs to happen. It is a baseline behavior that needs to happen. I refer to this often in my practice and in the Magic Mindset program as the pause. The pause, if you're unfamiliar with the concept, is as it sounds. It is simply taking a beat, taking a break, taking a breath, taking a pause before you do something. It is giving your higher self a chance to step in before your monkey mind, lower self ego, does something it may regret later. The pause works in every situation. It works when your kid is being a dick and not listening to you and you want to yell and scream, but you know that's not how you want to interact with your children because you love them, right? And and we don't match violent energy with violent energy, especially when it comes to the people we love and yelling back at them is only going to escalate the situation. It's certainly not going to help. And so we stop. We take a breath. We remind ourselves how we want to be as a parent and we continue on. It works in the workplace. If you're dealing with customers, right? If you're in any sort of position where you are dealing with the general public, you know how you need to take a beat before you just snap at somebody and tell them what an idiot they are. That's not how we want to show up. That is not conducive to how we want to live our lives. And it's certainly not conducive to how we want to act in the workplace. And so we pause, we take a beat, we suck it down, we smile, and we continue on. This absolutely is something that I believe has to happen, but unfortunately rarely happens with food. Because what happens with food for most of us, if you're listening right now, you probably understand what I'm saying because we tend to talk about this a lot, is we go into unconscious patterns. We just habitually eat and we don't tune into our bodies while we are doing these things. This is also true for drinking, right? It is true for drinking. We just, we, Thursday comes, we have a drink. Friday comes, we have a drink. Saturday comes, we have a drink. We have a bad day at work, we have a drink. We have a good day at work, we celebrate, we have a drink. We just do these things. We don't stop and think, how is this, how is this serving me? Is this elevating me? Is Am I treating myself in a way that I want to be treating myself? Is this necessary? Do I need this? Do I want this? right? The pause is something that I hope everybody who ever has worked with me in any sort of way does and allows to become a habitual practice. And that is any time, this is going to sound overwhelming, and I'll be honest with you, it is overwhelming at first, but any time you eat or drink something that is not plain water or like soda water, 
you ask yourself, you pause for a second and ask yourself any number of questions. You ask yourself, is this serving me? You ask yourself, do I want this? You ask, would I be proud I had this? in a year, which I know sounds like a flex, but, you know, we need to find a, a question that connects with you. And for a lot of people, when they have serious health-related goals, that is a very powerful question. Would I be happy that I ate this? Would I be happy that I treated myself this way? And here's the thing with the pause is it allows for both sides because I say that and people automatically think that it means, well, I'm never going to have junk food again because there's no possible way scenario that junk food is good for me. There's no scenario in which I need the brownie and my higher self needs the brownie. There's no scenario in which I would be proud that I had the brownie a year from now. But that's not the case because when we are able to truly tap into our higher self, when we are truly able to think about how we wish to interact with our physical being, how we wish to treat ourselves, when we are treating ourselves as if we are somebody that we love, we don't treat ourselves like shit. We don't deprive ourselves. When I work with people, one of the first things that I ask many of them to do is make a list of how you want to treat yourself. And that list is powerful because it helps us clarify some behaviors that are important, but it also helps us understand what is not important and who we don't want to be. And what is always surprising to people is never on that list is I want to deprive myself. Never on that list is I want to treat myself like shit. Never on that list is I want to never have another brownie, another piece of pizza, another taco, another margarita for the rest of my life. That's never there. So all that to say The goal with the pause is not to always tell yourself no. The goal with the pause when it comes to eating is to make sure that you want what you are putting into your body. It is making a conscious choice. And this is very important when it comes to eating intuitively because we are not, as a collective, eating intuitively. We are eating habitually. We are eating on pattern. We are eating because we have simply always ate these foods, and so that's just what we do. We need to disrupt that, right? If we want something different, we have to do something different. The difference here is not a diet, not a cleanse, not a protocol. It is simply giving yourself some space to check in with your body and say, do I want this? Yes or no? Is this serving me? Yes or no? Is this how I want to treat myself? Is this in alignment with the person that I am? Is this in alignment with the person that I wish to be? Any question works. Or you don't need to ask a question at all. You just stop. You take a breath. I like to close my eyes when I do this. I know it might sound a little weird to some of you, but I don't give a shit. It's going to get weirder. (laughs) I close my eyes. I put one hand on my chest Right up, right up, right above my boobs, basically, right on my clavicle. I put one hand there, and then I put one hand on my belly button, right on my sacral center. And I take a really big, deep breath, and I breathe it all out. And then I do it again. And maybe I do it again. And maybe I do it again. Whatever, however many breaths it takes for me to come back into myself, into my physical being. And from there, I'm back again, rooted in myself, in my physical being, but I'm coming from a place where my system, my nervous system is is regulated. It's down. I'm back in that parasympathetic state. I'm able to make calm decisions. I am able to view things from a place of energy where I want to be, not in a highly charged place or not in a habitual place. I am able to get myself back into alignment with how I wish to show up. And so from there, I can make a decision. Is this serving me? And then move on. 
So when I say eating mindfully, it's a fucking process and it's work. And here's the thing. If you're not annoyed with it at first, you're not doing it. You're not doing it. You should be annoyed with it at first. You should feel like it's a bit excessive. You should be annoyed with asking yourself questions. That means you are truly doing it. Being mindful with your food is one of the bravest things that you can do. It is also one of the most powerful things you can do when it comes to changing your relationship with food and your body. And, and I cannot stress this enough, if you have any sort of physical goals, any sort of body-related goals, if you want to lose weight, if you want to gain weight, if you want to gain muscle, if you want to tone up, which is bullshit because there's no such thing as tightening up, but I digress. That's not what we're talking about today. But any sort of physical-related goals, you want to feel better, you want to move better, you want to live better, you want to look better naked, being mindful is the magic secret that almost nobody is doing. And it goes deeper than just asking yourself, I I say just, it's not a just because it's not a just thing. It is a very big thing. It goes deeper than asking yourself, do I need this? Do I want this? You have to also pay attention when you make that decision because here's the thing. You're never going to get it right 100% of the time, ever. It'd be foolish to think that. You're going to forget to do it, especially when you're you're new to this practice. You're going to forget. You're going to find yourself halfway through some meal, some drink, some anything, and you're going to go, oh, fuck, I forgot to even ask if I wanted this. Doesn't mean you failed. Doesn't mean anything at all. It means you're learning. It means you're experiencing. And so you can do it right then and there. You can say, okay, is this serving me? Do I need something else on my plate? And that's an important part that I left out earlier. Asking yourself, do I want this, also makes room for making sure you have enough. And that is another thing that people forget. They tend to just think it means bumpers around the quote-unquote processed foods. Like we talked about last week, how you know highly processed foods require us to be very mindful because they override our body's national, natural intuition. But it also gives us a chance to look at our plate and say, is this nourishing enough? You know, you might look in your plate and realize, oh my God, I don't have anything on here that brings me joy. I'm just eating plain chicken breast and broccoli. Like, where's the joy there? That's not serving you. That's not treating yourself with kindness. That is not eating in alignment with your highest self. That's eating like an asshole, right? That's not good. And so you may look and see like, oh my God, my salad is fucking pathetic. It's chicken and lettuce and tomatoes and carrots with a very sad amount of dressing on the side. So I'm going to add some blue cheese. I'm, I need a carbohydrate in some form. So maybe I'm going to grab a piece of fruit. Maybe I'm going to have some rice on the side, some quinoa, make a potato, whatever. I'm going to have dressing I actually want to eat, not that low-fat, chemical-filled bullshit that has lower calories. Like the pause allows you to dig into all of those things and make sure that you are truly nourishing yourself, not just saying no to yourself, nourishing yourself fully, mind and body. But then from there, we need to stay mindful. And I encourage people when I'm working, you know, in a coaching relationship to really be very cognizant of this in meals where you traditionally think you don't need to be. And and so this would be like breakfast or lunch. A lot of us are really well-versed in eating, you know, decently at breakfast or lunch. We can hold our shit together there. It's the nighttime where everything falls apart. But therein lies the problem. Because if everything is falling apart at the nighttime, it means we're not eating enough with breakfast and lunch, right? That we're keeping ourselves trapped in that circle. And so reminding ourselves to bring in more joy, bring in more nourishment, bring in more calories, bring in more carbs, bring in more fat to those meals, and then stay very mindful with them. Don't rush through them. Wake up a little earlier and actually eat before you go to work. Don't sit at your desk chomping away 
while you're answering emails. Like give yourself five minutes to be present and mindful with your food. And when you do so in situations that feel quote unquote safe, right? Because they're meals that you feel good about. They're meals that are traditionally quote unquote healthy, what have you. It allows you to get into the practice, right? It allows you to create the habit. And so when you are in other situations where you're at the party and there's all this food out or you're, you know, it's Sunday and you're starving and you want to wait until dinner, but you really just want to order a piece of pizza and open up a bag of chips. Like it allows you to remind yourself that, no, I need to check in and I need to be mindful. I need to stay here and be present with my food. So what does that look like? What does being present with your food look like? On the surface, it sounds very simple, but as I have said many times before, don't confuse simple with easy. Simple is rarely easy. Simple usually has a lot of layers, and this is no different. Being mindful is just being mindful. It, it is eating your food. It is chewing your food. It is tasting your food. It is enjoying your food. It is putting your fork down in between bites. It is not scrolling on your phone while you eat. It is truly being there and present with your food. But there's another layer that comes in when we are dealing with foods that we want to typically call off limits, foods that we want to restrict ourselves from, foods that we we tell ourselves we cannot have because they always fuck us up. We always binge on them. We always eat too much, yada, 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 on and on with your bullshit, which is also my bullshit because believe me, I've done that many times before too. With foods like that, it is even more important to be mindful. It is even more important to enjoy those foods, to truly taste those foods because here's the fucked up thing. Almost all the time when we are eating the ice cream, the chips, the pretzels, the chips and queso, when we are drinking, you know, the white claws, the white wine, whatever, whatever your bullshit food may be, we're not even enjoying it. We're not enjoying it. We're not tasting it. We are not savoring it. We are not sitting with it. We are just eating and or drinking it. And we're doing so with our dickhead monkey mind in the background going, you should not be doing this, bitch. Bitch, you know better. Bitch, you are fucking up. You are failing again. Look at you, you loser. You are failing again. So you might as well. Might as well keep going. Might as well keep eating it all. Might as well just keep going because this is the last time ever, right? We done that. We know what that feels like. So you're not even enjoying it. And you're eating it on autopilot, but also with the belief that you're never going to eat it again or drink it again, so you might as well just get it all out of your system. That shit does not fucking work. It's never going to work ever, ever, ever. So being mindful is having the courage to actually enjoy those foods. And this is where it gets real fun because people put back on me and they're like, well, I don't want to just sit there and enjoy potato chips. I don't want to just sit there and enjoy cake. That's a sheet cake that's been sitting in my office for three days. I don't want to just enjoy a donut from Dunkin' Donuts that I could get at any time. Okay, well, then why the fuck are you eating it, right? Why are you eating it? If that food is not worthy to be put on a plate, sat down with alone, savored and enjoyed, why are you eating it? Why are you eating it? That's the hat trick. That is the hat trick. Not saying those foods are bad. Not saying you should not have those foods. I am not saying any of that. But I am saying we are eating things that we do not even want to be eating. And we don't know it because we have never taken time to stop, be present, be mindful with our food and actually see if our body wants them or if our mind even enjoys them. I am like 
tripping out on this conversation, thinking about like what kind of clip I could pull because I want people to hear this. And I said the fuck word too many times to like be able to properly advertise it because this is so important. That is so important. And this is not talked about enough in the mindfulness, intuitive eating space. When you have the courage to be present with your food, you will find that the foods that you typically binge on, the foods that you feel uncontrollable with, that you feel that you cannot regulate or moderate, that those foods you don't even want to eat half the time. You don't even know what they taste like. You're not tasting them. You are just eating them. Being mindful puts you back into the driver's seat. Do I want this? Okay, I'm going to make the decision to have this. This is important. You cannot restrict. I am going to make the decision to have these foods. I'm going to put them in a bowl and I'm going to go and sit down and I'm going to not mindlessly watch Netflix. I'm not going to see what's going on in Brigerton. I am not going to scroll Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat every single bite. I'm going to chew thoroughly. I'm going to swallow and I'm going to take a breath in between and I'm going to stop when I'm done. Friend, I bet my leg almost all the time. You stop eating a lot more than a lot earlier than you thought you would. And you realize these aren't that good. These aren't even that good. I don't even want to eat them. That's what happens when you are able to stay mindful and present with your food. Show yourself grace as you do this because it's hard. It's challenging. It's going to feel weird as hell. It is like taking a picture when you're standing by yourself. You do not know what to do with your hands. It is like, what do you do with your mind while you are eating? Where do your thoughts go? It's very hard. It's like meditating when you're first doing that, which is why meditating is such a baller thing to add into your life because it teaches you how to sit with your thoughts. Not what we're talking about this week. I'm sure we will get there eventually. Um, Being mindful is just being present, feeling your body, feeling how it feels when it ingests whatever you are feeding it, the good and the bad, enjoying it, giving yourself full pleasure. And I cannot stress this enough. There is no such thing as bad food at all, at all. And so if you want something, have it. It is available for you. Make the conscious choice to have it. 100% of the time, you can have it. It is not a moral failure. You are not being bad. You have not failed at anything. Food of all types is available to you. So eat it. Just make sure you want it. And then be mindful while you have it. How does it taste? How does your body feel? Are you enjoying it? Is it sweet? Is it savory? Is it salty? Is it crunchy? Enjoy it. Let it be a full body experience. And if you're not willing to do that, then do you really even want it? Right? Do you even really want it? If it feels really, really silly to put a $2 bag of chips into a bowl and savor it, then do you really want it? No. You don't, right? You don't. And if you do decide you really want it, then enjoy it. You know my thing, man. I will have Cheez-Its in the coffin with me. I love them so much. But I also acknowledge they are a $3 box of processed, not even cheese, (laughs) like imitation cheese crackers. They are not special. They are not anything. And sometimes when I eat them, I'm like, you know, these aren't even that good. But I keep going back because there's some childhood connection, right? There's something there. It does not need to make sense to anybody. It only needs to make sense to you. Anything is available to you. Anything is there for you. You can have it at any time. Just have the courage to be mindful with it. 
and it will change your relationship with food and your body and your entire life. Because when you are able to sit with yourself, when you are able to acknowledge how you feel, what you want and what you don't want, that translates. It translates into every single area of your life. It will domino out in the most amazing, incredible ways. I'm going to tie this episode up here. If this episode helped you, please share it with a friend. Please take a second to rate and review it. And if you struggle with this, reach out. Let me help you. I have a program that you can purchase that is completely self-paced. You can watch videos or you can listen in like a podcast format. It is over 19 hours of education around nutrition, around mind-body-soul connection, around habits, around everything. Buy it. Invest in it. Invest in it. It is dirt cheap and it'll help you with these things. And as always, you know, hit me up. Let's make an appointment. Let's chat. Let's, Let's get you feeling amazing because you deserve it and it's available to you. You just have to simply decide that that is what you are going for. So I hope this episode helped and I will see you back next week.